This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Connor. My name is Caleb. Welcome to the... 30th. 30th episode of The Christian Artist. Pretty crazy. And we just checked and we have 1,200 views. Or, uh, not views. 1,200 listens. Listens. I mean, technically they viewed it too. Viewed it? They viewed it. Uh, I heard viewed it. <laughs> okay. They viewed it, did it. <laughs> Obviously, they had to view it, too, because, well, yeah. you know, they Unless looked they at them. blind. <laughs> no. <laughs> Caleb, if stop making ha- fun of blind people. If we have any blind listeners out there, please write to us. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I start said over that right on purpose. Now. Start over right no, now. No, no. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. Oh, my goodness. It's fine. You're a, Everyone's uh, going to laugh at that. No, we're yes, terrible people. It's funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the internet. All right. So... What are we talking about today, Connor? We are talking about one of our favorite bands. Well, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's one, one of our, our favorite, favorite bands. bands ever. Called Waverly. Ah, uh, yes. Spelled with an O. W-A-V-O-R-L-Y. And you I probably don't... know this from the uh, title of the podcast, because I'm assuming... Or at least the description, depending yeah, it, on what we name it. It's, I'm pretty sure it's going to be somewhere in there, so... Yeah. Yeah. But just in case you yeah. don't like reading the descriptions <laughs> or the title of the episodes... Or in case you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you smell it. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to leave that in. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we terrible people? But yes, um, uh, by Ethan's request, and Ethan is one of our listeners who actually, you know, responds to us and <laughs> likes our what? stuff and on Facebook and comments sometimes. He wanted us to talk about music, and so that's what we're talking about this time. So we're going to do a band review, kind of like what we did with the Controversial Bands episode, except just with one band. We'll listen to two different songs of, uh, two different Waverly songs, and kind of just review those songs, and then just review the band as a whole. And uh, vice versa. We're going to do it the other way. I think it might be better to do it the way I just said. Eh, whatever. We'll, we'll give a, okay, we'll give a quick summary, summary. of the band. Then we'll listen to the songs, and then we'll do a wrap-up, like, okay. this is why those songs, right. you know, yeah. tell us what the band is, kind of a thing. So we'll, we'll talk about, like, what they did right as, like, artists and stuff like that, and what they did right as Christians, like, with their lyrics, and, um, you know, stuff like that. So we'll just kind of give you a review of, like, how you as a Christian artist can analyze um, their work and use it to create better work for you. So yeah, uh, Waverly is a kind of like hard rock, Christian rock, alternative rock band, kind of fits somewhere in there. It, if you've heard Red, it has the um, orchestral side of Red. And the hard side of Red. And Well, yeah. well more. It's, it's more very similar to Red. It's similar to Red, but it's, it's, it's more orchestral than... Or orchestral it's than definitely more orchestral Red. and more um, not like metal rock. But like alternative punk yeah. rock, you know what I yeah, mean? It's, it's like more the like alternative rock. Of it's red. kind of like Reliant K meets like hard Reliant K meets the orchestralness of Red. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and if you don't know either of those bands, this comparison means nothing. So you'll just have to listen to them and find out. Yeah, and then come back and start listening to the podcast again, or vice versa. I it mean, really we're gonna play two of the songs, well, yeah. so I was assuming they just listened. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like for Reliant K and Red. Oh, oh, right. You need right. to. You know, figure you out. You can probably listen to those bands, too. Yeah. yeah they're pretty good. But yeah, so um, they only have one actual album, 
and the other they have like a, a b-sides um album like you know lost songs as well but that's it's just a really weird yeah, album and like they, they kind of like evolved in their music beyond the first album that they made and it just doesn't sound the same yeah i haven't really gotten into it but the, their first um album and only studio album is um conquering the fear of flight there are 14 tracks and it, it it's one of those albums that like flows all the way through and, and, like, Connor and I were just talking before we started the podcast and said, like, you, you either have to listen to this album, like, all the way through from beginning to end, or you, like, pick your favorite song, and then you just listen to the rest of the album all the way through. Because it, it flows so well, and it has this sense of, like, storytelling all the way through it, musically, um, that you just have to keep listening. It has multiple different um, songs that end with, like, a... Kind of like a transition. Yeah, an outro and transition to the next song. So so if you are going to listen to the album, turn your shuffle off and listen all the way through. Yeah, listen all the way through. And then you will get the full Waverly experience. But I mean, I I think you should probably do that with most albums. I don't think there are any albums that, at least the first time you listen to them through, you shouldn't listen to in a row. Yeah. Because most of the time, artists are trying to make a story through their album, like from beginning to end. So Yeah, fair enough. But yes, Waverly is a fantastic band. I actually just discovered them um, this... Six six months ago. Yeah, in in August. um, Like a couple days before we went camping. Um, Or no, a couple days before kids camp, I believe. Something like that. It it was like in August. No, it was in July then. So end of July, I found... It doesn't matter. End of July, I I found this band um, going on uh, Google Play and just kind of like... I can't even remember where I found them now, but, like, it was some sort of, like, recommended thing for me. I, I subscribe to the Google Play Music stuff, so I, I get, like, access to literally, like, all the music known to mankind for free. Um, or not for free, but, you know, like, I can listen to it whenever. <laughs> I have all access to it. I bought it, so now it's for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I pay a one-time fee, and I can listen to any music without having to pay additional money, is what yeah. I'm saying. Um and, you know, they have these little recommendation things based on artists that you listen to. And I, I'm sure it said something like, because you like Red or because you like Reliant K or something like that. And so I, I started listening to them just right away. And uh, the first track is like a orchestral piece. And immediately that makes me like a band if they have any sort of a orchestralness in their album. Because I that's I am a sucker for orchestral music. Um, and so and then it goes straight into a really hard rock song. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then listen to it all the way through because I was going to like, uh, I went to Walmart to like buy something for kids camp or something like that. And, and just popped in headphones and listened to that album all the way through. And it was one of the best nights of my life musically because I got to, to discover Waverly. And I am very proud of this fact because usually the bands I discover Connor doesn't like just because we have different music tastes sometimes. Like, he, Connor is almost entirely hard rock based in his music tastes. Not entirely. Most unless of the, time. the band is mostly hard rock, I don't like them. It's probably more on a band by band cases it's a band than by a band. song by yeah. song cases. Because, well, I can like certain songs from other. I said cases, I meant basis. Yeah. I can, I can like songs just, you know, oh, that's a good song kind of a thing. But in order for me to like a band, they almost have to be hard rock or. Like alternative rock, mm-hmm. because I literally just can't. I just don't like their lyrics. Then, mm. like if it's a softer band, their lyrics are too fluffy and <laughs> cute. But you like Icarus Account, so well, I <laughs> I like Icarus Account when I'm in the mood for soft acoustic love songs mm-hmm. and Silver Trees. But that's Silver the, trees that's okay. only like 
because I like acoustic songs. I like sad acoustic songs. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I like. And and if these uh, yeah. if these trees could talk, the Icarus account yeah. and um, Silver Trees are very acoustic, sad yeah. sounding. And that's why and, and that's why I like uh, alternative rock and hard rock bands the best is that's why i always just focus on those because they have both they have the harder side and they mm. usually have sad acoustic songs that's very true like, like red like red and like waverly against like Wa- waverly amberlynn that classic crime it's very true emery <laughs> I mean, all of the I, bands you listen yes. to <laughs> and so Sorry. my music tastes are a little bit broader i listen to basically anything um but whenever i find um a hard rock band like I'm, i was the person who introduced connor to amberlynn um, Which I actually hated at first. You hated Enverlin at first his because voice his is voice is so high. <laughs> but I, I managed to break you down. I learned to like it, and then I heard uh, what's it called? Dang it! What? What's that song called? Dissenter. Dissenter proved to me that he is a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm always proud when I can find a band that con- both Connor and I enjoy. Um, because it doesn't often happen. Connor will often find bands that I kind of like, and I'll find band that bands that Connor kind of likes. But there are very few bands where we both like them intensely, and we always t- tend to bond over those bands, like Reliant K and Rise Against, and so on. Um, but yes, so that's an introduction to Waverly. Anything else you want to say before we jump into reviewing two of the songs? Um. Oh, okay. I will say that if you don't like like hard rock, there's there's not like any screamo or it's not it's not death metal. Yeah, yeah. It's nowhere near the heaviness of like Red or Rise yeah. Against in that sense. Like it's hard instrumentally. It's hard, but, but not voice. vocally, it's yeah. just intense. You know, it's yeah. not. There's no screaming or anything like that. So, so if you are strictly religiously against <laughs> screamo, screamo music, yeah. then it, never. It's fear. all good. Yeah, everything's okay. You can Connor... conquer the fear of flight. <laughs> In this, uh, in this episode of the podcast. That really didn't make no, any sense. No, not really. We could just make it into a, a catchphrase now, though. Not a catchphrase, a, uh, a just a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> just a phrase. I know yeah. what you're meaning. We can you make mean. it into a... What's it called? To a culture... Cultural... I know what you're saying, too. I can't Cultural think of thing, now. A... <laughs> What? <laughs> what is it called? Saying. It's a. Oh yeah, saying. Just a saying. <laughs> no, that didn't work. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean though, but like, like a saying that a culture has. Yeah. yeah. What is it called? Is it just called a saying? Probably. Just a saying. We're I'm, stupid. There might be a more specific word, and if there is a more specific word, please tell us in the comments. <laughs> um, which you rarely do, but you know, we keep asking. All right. So, without further ado, uh, the first song. Too late. <laughs> there was further ado. <laughs> but there wasn't any previous ado. <laughs> you said no further ado. So that's all that matters. What does that even mean? No, what does it no. do? Mean? <laughs> I've never actually figured that out. See, this is the saying, Caleb. That's what I talked about before. Um, but yeah, so... We're going to go to the first song, um, which is Connor's favorite song on the album, which is Mad Men, um, which is the second song in the album uh, after the introduction, like orchestral bit. Um, so it goes right into this song after an orchestral we'll bit. We'll obviously play both. Because you know. Why not? Really? Oh, yeah, I guess. Why not? It does. It is basically part of the yeah, song. Yeah, it's basically the same song. So we'll play that then. Um, 
So that will give you a big, t- a good taste of like the uh, the beginning of the album and yeah. how they feel orchestrically with their transitions and stuff like that. Um, so we'll go ahead and play that, and then we will talk about it.
So, what'd you what'd you listeners think? Was it good? Bad? Terrible? Kind of awesome? Just ridiculously amazing? I don't hear anything from them. Sorry. Silence mean yes or no? I think they're gone, Connor. What? They're gone. Well, what are we going to do then? Still keep talking, probably. We've done it for the <laughs> 1,200 <laughs> listens. We've done it for 30 episodes with barely anyone giving us feedback anyway, so... Well... Might as well spew our thoughts into the void of space one more time. I don't think we can bury that dead horse anymore. Like, I, I think it's just pointless to bury that dead horse. We just, just keep it up there and keep yeah, it. Yeah, we, we just keep yeah. rocking it with sticks. Yeah. It's like a pinata now. I don't know how many times we've buried it and just brought it's it like a pin, It's like a never-ending pinata. You just keep whacking it and... Nothing candy, comes out. No, candy just keeps coming out. Oh. And the candy is that the, the stupy toffee stuff that nobody likes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> or like those like off-brand Tootsie Rolls that are all like flavored. Okay, this is our second attempt to start <laughs> the review for this. And we still haven't talked about what okay. we're going to talk about. All right, so enough rambling. So, what do you think, Gib? I love that two-song piece. I think it's beautiful. Like, right off the bat, it's like, you know, Caleb, when we were listening to it, it's Caleb... It's quirky. Yeah, it, but Caleb was like, Victoria, England. That's Victorian all I can think of right England, now. Victorian England, yep. When the first couple of piano bits were up there. And then it just... Thanks, Caleb. Whoa, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that that high. You know, it's just very good. It's just good. Piece, I, I don't you know. know. And then it goes all creepy, like, and it's... Nah, As I said, it's quirky. Like, it, you open up with this quirky little instrumental bit... Um, that's beautiful. It's definitely beautiful, but it, it's also weird. Like you, you don't expect yeah. this from, especially if you knew what the band was coming into it. Yeah. You're just like, what is this? But then it degenerates into, you know, Random, all the like, screaming and stuff, stuff, you know, in the background. Um, well, I don't know if they're screaming, but like, you know, the, the haunted voices. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and then perfect. it goes into the, but yeah, right away. That's what got me into, into the, the hard band. rock. It's yeah. Just like, exactly. Oh yeah. That's perfect. Yep. And then, um, you know, just a great alternative rock song, but we're, we're going to go through lyrics. I mean, I mean, like we can't really say much about the music piece. Well, I can't. There's the thing. Okay. So, so with Waverly, what you have to say with basically all of their songs is, is that they are just good musicians. Oh, well, like, yeah, they're fantastic. They're fantastic musicians. It's just every single song is solid. Like it, there's never a point where it just seems like it's over repeating itself or it's the same lick a million times they always find little ways to change choruses to change um licks to change riffs and and you come through it the song and you're like that was an experience like it wasn't just verse chorus verse chorus verse chorus the same notes played a billion times it's okay there's there's a flow to this and it's going to escalate de-escalate in the proper sequence to make this a song um, and, and they, they treat it very, very seriously, all of the, all the music, I feel, anyway. Um, and so you listen to a song like Mad Men, and you're like, that's just a good song. Like, the electric guitar players were fantastic. Oh, yeah. And um, the guy has a fantastic voice. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not like a knock out of the park best voice ever or anything like that. But it's but a solid it, yeah. voice, especially solid for voice, that kind it, of genre. It fits the music. Exactly. His voice really does fit the songs. I was looking up some information about Waverly, and I saw that most of their lyrics are inspired by C.S. Lewis. Really? Yes, for this album, anyway. That's really cool. Um, and so I haven't read a whole lot of C.S. Lewis, 
but um, and so I wouldn't be able to point out some of this stuff to you. Um, but if you see any of that in these lyrics that we're going to share, feel free to point them out and yeah, tell us in the really comments, cool and I'd love to know that. I really do need to read some more C.S. Lewis, like his theology books and stuff like that, because they're pretty good. I've heard anyway. All right, so um, going to lyrically the Madman song, then well, you don't really have to go into the intro lyrics because there were no lyrics. Nope. Then you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Okay, now Madman. <laughs> Say goodbye to what you thought was you. Right there, it's a yeah. good line. I feel like like this entire song is just kind of like Luke nine twenty three. You know, let's Luke nine twenty three. I'm sure I know it. I just can't remember the reference. How could you kill? I'm sorry. No, I, think I don't the do the exact wording. I don't do it good with references. <laughs> to be fair, we should have said it anyway on the podcast so that people actually know. Um, but I'm not not good with wording. I'm be paraphrasing. But you know, like uh, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow follow God is what that verse basically. Newcom James says. Then he said to them all, "If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me." Yeah. So that's that verse. But yeah, like right Very off the true. bat, it's just like, and I, I feel like that's throughout the entire um, album is that kind of theme of, you know, it's not, wow, you knocked that over again. <laughs> but through, through the entire album, the lyrics are just very like, you know, deny yourself, yeah, stop deny being yourself. selfish, you, 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 know, you know, take a stand kind of Your thing. faith is not about you. Your faith is about God. And that's one thing they definitely got right. Like, it's not like he never actually says that. It's just all very you know thematically or like not thematically but theme uh, theme wise it's very thematically appropriate yeah very yeah. yeah we dance in consequences entranced with worldly glimpses careless with our decisions you'd think we never meant them hmm. <laughs> well I'll find something new today <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't actually know that's what he said there <laughs> I thought it was, uh, um, n- uh, what is that line right there? Oh. We dance in consequences, in trance with worldly glimpses. I thought it was, um, decisions. You we, never think we, we I, I knew it was, we, we dance in consequences. Or I think it was, maybe I just did we in consequences. Like, I didn't know what he said there. It's just <laughs> yep. like, we in consequences. That's probably how I've treated Waverly. And then something with worldly quipses. I thought he said worldly quipses. Oh, I got I got glimpses already. Really? Yeah. I got, I got quipses, like like a quip. I got quipses. That's not a word and <laughs> no, never has been. Like a quip. Like, like a, a quip? Yeah. Why did you go the like this, quip. like money? I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the word quip and then quipses, like... With it's worldly, not the plural. With worldly quips. So like, it's a quip. Worldly yeah. one-liners. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's okay. what he was talking about. I guess that yeah. makes sense. That's what it was. Was a quip, Caleb. <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. Uh, I know. So we dance in consequences, entranced with worldly glimpses, careless with our decisions. You think we never meant them. That this song is about our generation. Oh yeah, that's definitely. what this song is about. And it's that, called Mad. Men. It's called Mad. You can Men. Assume that off. That's that. why I love this song, and I, I, I'm I'm actually starting to see some of the C.S. Lewis references here, um, because of you know C.S. Lewis says this very similar things, at least with some of the quotes that I've heard from him about you know the generation of you know um, 
because he wrote the you know the abolition of man and all that stuff. Um, he abolished man. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was about denying yourself. I believe oh, so. I didn't. Cool. I never read it, but uh, Dennis Babish had like a class on it. Um, mm. It was an elder at a church for those of you who oh, somehow yeah. care. <laughs> so yeah, what do we think about those lyrics then? I mean, we can just move on if we don't have anything profound to say about. Oh them. no, goodness, no! There's there's tons we can say about about that. Well, not really the specific lines. I thought we were talking about the song, right? Well, I mean, I, we are. Yeah. So then it says. The chorus is, we say that we're the future, only want it if it goes our way. The time we have is crucial. Will we put this off another day? And I feel like most of this is self-explanatory. So we're not going to try to explain it to you. But yeah, obviously, I mean, it's, overall, specifically the chorus, it's just like... Our generation yeah. is, you know, uh, saying that, okay, we're the generation of change and we're going to change all this stuff and the future is ours and all this stuff and being so optimistic. But we only want it if it goes our way, as it says. And like, that. we... we we, we aren't taking we aren't taking see. responsibility. Yeah. It, it's the difference between oh we're going to we're going to take the world kind of a thing, but we don't want the responsibility that comes with us actually having to rule the world. You know what I mean? Like we want all the privilege without any of the responsibility. And that's basically the definition of this song and our generation. Yeah. But yeah, right away I love that line that um Yeah. The chorus is fantastic. No, the the future line. I love that a lot. Yeah, I mean, say that with the future when they want to go their way. Well, yeah, that's the half chorus. Oh, that yeah, line specifically. Like... That line was, was like my favorite. Yeah. No excuses. The time for change is here and now. This is the real adventure to move past what's mediocre. I Ob- love that one too. Yeah. To move past what's mediocre. Obsessed with entertainment. Step up or miss the point of it. I I just love that. The, I go back to the mediocre line. I just love that. That it, don't settle for less. Yep. Like only settle with the best and that goes in like in in the theme with the uh the black and white uh topic that we had conversation on morality episode seven well it's a long time ago Mm -hmm. but just the fact that like it's either right or it's wrong don't don't settle for something that's less because if it's not if you're not hitting the mark you're wrong that's the definition of sin it's not hitting the mark so go 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 all out go for the very best and don't Mm -hmm. settle for anything less yeah, that actually rhymed, sort of. <laughs> Go for the song. very best and don't settle for anything less. We should write a song. <laughs> we write a song. That's we still need to do that concept album thing yeah. that we were hinting at. Oh yeah, we'll probably but do that next season. We'll just pretend that we were just hinting at it. Oh okay. Yeah. I mean, technically, the our the episode name was our not so Halloween themed episode, so it wasn't like. Yeah, so people only the subtitle was yeah. concept album. So as long, so, so if, they, if they've never actually listened to the episode, then they have nothing to say. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll never be able to find it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would think to look at the Halloween themed episode. Well, the, the the subtitle is concept albums with in parentheses. Uh, but but most of our talk is just about different concept albums, oh, yeah. not necessarily, and we just give a basic outline for what we think we want for the concept album. Yeah. Anyway, so Waverly. That they do a really good job of making lyrics that make you think and challenge you, just like all of my favorite bands do. Um, um, like that's what Connor likes about Rise Against is that they don't pull punches; they always tell it like it is. They challenge you; they make you determined. Um, that kind of stuff. And yeah, this song is a very pump-up song. Here. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> a lot of Waverly songs are. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's just the fact of. Uh... You know, don't sit around and do nothing. Like, if if the if the world is messed up, it's your fault too. 
it's our generation yeah. so okay we have this time for changes here and now we're supposed to be in the world being salt and light and that's it you know we're not supposed to be sitting around so so basically i shouldn't have sat around all week watching downton abbey <laughs> you didn't just say that to the world, did you? <laughs> i did if you follow my twitter feed you already know that already Hold that on. i'm basically obsessed with that show right now nobody cares about your twitter page Caleb. neither do i actually carly does. i also don't care about downton abbey and uh, carly does I don't know about Downton Abbey, but she cares about my Twitter feed anyway. She favorites mm-hmm. my stuff. Or likes now, I guess. Twitter make, did likes instead. Really? Yeah, instead of favorites. Why does this matter? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that you didn't know that. Yeah. But I guess Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway. Anything else to say about the introduction and Mad Men? Oh, yeah. Keep going with the lyrics. We haven't even gotten to the bridge yet. There's a bridge. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. It just repeats the chorus. I wish there was a bridge. Then there'd be more to the song. But there'd be more um, songs. Well, yeah, but I want more to that song because that song is my favorite. Okay. So I'm going to write a whole other song that's just that song with more lyrics. Though, to be honest, I'd rather have a song that leaves you wanting for more oh, than okay. a song that you feel like goes on forever. Yeah. Like the record of the Edmonds Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Freebird. And Freebird. But not Finn, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> It's 11 minutes long, and you just don't care. It's just fantastic. Or no, anyway. it's, I see it only like nine minutes long. Yeah. See, but now with Deathbed from Reliant K, I, I don't, like, I can't listen to that song all the way through sometimes. Yeah, like, I feel it, like it that song does go on a long, yeah. little bit long. Because um, all you want to hear is the end, because the end is the coolest Yeah. <laughs> but with Finn, it's just like, I just want to hear the entire song. It's uh-huh. just fantastic. I, okay, I can see how he would skip through, like, the when the chorus is, like, singing. Like, cause that happens for like what two minutes? I don't care. That's one of my favorite well, parts of the well, song. Well, yeah, no, but like, uh, no. To be fair, that's probably my least favorite part of the song is the, cause it just it is it uh, like they maybe do it like one or two hey, more times John than I. Sing, I love it. Yeah. Lost like you. So anyway, we're still talking about Waverly. How do we do this I don't every know. time? <laughs> All right, so next we're just we gonna should just call this song. Waverly and Rambly. Yeah. <laughs> Waverly and Dora. <laughs> <laughs> You sounded like she's like killed your father or something. (laughs) Dora. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to Dora. (laughs) I don't know. My name is Kenora Powerza. (laughs) You killed my father. Prepare to die. Anyway. My name is Inigo Montoya. Okay. Except my name is Kenora Powerza. All right, so now we're done. Yep. And we're going on to the next song, which is How Have We Come This Far? And that's uh, this is more of a one of their softer songs. Right, well, yeah. It's not necessarily soft. The parts of it are soft, but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely it's, one of the more cinematic-sounding songs, like orchestral-focused. Yeah. Like, instead of being hard rock, it's like a uplifting rock, you know, like yeah. cinematic... Kind of like Eye of the Tiger, except without no. the electric guitar. Said it's a violin. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's my favorite song on the album. Now I want to hear a stringed version of Eye of the Tiger. Sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> sure there is one. <laughs> sorry. Waverly. Waverly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, this is my favorite song on the album. It's... Immediately as I heard it, I was like, yeah, this is this is the best song on this entire album. Favorite song by Waverly. Um, and it's just so dynamic. 
yeah. dynamic is the word I was looking for, not necessarily cinematic, but both of them apply. It's it's not like a hard rock pump up song, but it's a more like lofty sounding dynamic cinematic song. It's very Waverly, you know. I mean, it obviously it is. But so Waverly, basically we're we're like, playing you can just use Waverly as an adjective from now on. It's very Waverly. <laughs> That's so Waverly, it, man. Cuz it has the L Y at the end, so you could just Do you know where the name Waverly came from? A haunted house, right? Yeah. A haunted house that they knew in. I think they come from Mississippi. I knew the haunted house was yeah, in Mississippi. Mississippi yeah. But yeah. So, it's some haunted house like in their neighborhood called the Waverly Mansion. That's really cool. Yeah. Did you know their uh, real their uh, the name they signed with initially was uh, Freshman Fifteen, but then they the, they wanted to change it because it's like I don't want to be like thirty years old with two three kids and, and then say I'm yeah I'm part of Freshman Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so, and apparently they have two more albums. Really, I just looked that up, like under the name Freshman Fifteen. I don't know how well uh, how good yeah. they'd be. Yeah. But we should let's probably just, check them out. That's no, just not. I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, you breath again. I I just don't want to risk thinking that they <laughs> contaminating have, like, the name. Like, it's just like the last album of Reliant K. Sorry, I'm actually speaking about it, but <laughs> you're ruining the rule. Yeah. But whatever. First right, rule so, of Reliant K. But we're yeah we're just gonna talk about Waverly now and stop going on endless <laughs> rabbit trails. Don't make promises you can't yeah. keep. <laughs> All right. I won't keep promises I can't keep. No, I was, you have to say the Spider-Man line, but those are the best kind. Uh, <laughs> the stupidest line in that total movie. But those are the best kind. <laughs> yeah. You are such a jerk. <laughs> that's what you should have said. Yeah. Well, that's what she did say and how it should have ended. <laughs> yeah. And so, somehow we did it again. <laughs> we're talking about not going in rabbit trails. <laughs> and then we went in the rabbit trail about not going... <laughs> Based on the fact that you promised not to go on a rabbit trail. Yeah, what is wrong with us? Anyway, so we're gonna listen to this song, and basically, it's another, it's a the other side of Waverly, and it gives you a more complete picture of what Waverly is. So, without further ado, and without any previous ado, except for the the time I said further ado the last time. Wait a Shut second, there up was previous and play ado. Play the song. <laughs> How have we come this far? By Waverly.
song though okay <laughs> all right so one of the things about there so you see the softer um more like um lofty kind of less hard side i guess soft would be a good word for that song um you see that side and of Waverly. <laughs> yeah Shh. so that's a different side of waverly um and you know they have like one acoustic soft sad song well, i guess it's just a happy song really it's not really a sad yeah. song um they have a you know like a love acoustic love song um and i and one worship song mm-hmm. um but the rest of them are mostly like hard rock except for this one which is a, which is my favorite spot in music is a mix between both is where it's not like super soft and kind of just mellow but it it's not super hard driving rock. It's, it's like soft, a mix of both. But it's intense. soft but intense, and and that's why I like the song so much. Is it's like the mix of the perfect, of the perfect perfect. It's the mix of the two sides of Waverly in a perfect um, combination, and that's why I like it so much. Um, so as I was, we were just talking real quick before we turned back on the mic, um, Connor and I aren't entirely sure what this song is supposed to mean. Oh yeah, um, I, I don't know. And I've used this song to interpret a lot of different things that, you know, different feelings that I've had and just to kind of feel for me, you know, one of those songs that you just like let the music overtake you kind of a thing. Um, And I've gotten... Getting slain in the spirit, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That's not what I meant. 
you know, and there's some of the lyrics where I, you know, interpret them one way or the other. But when I look at the song as a whole, I'm not entirely sure if any of those pieces make sense of, of what I've, just, you know, translated them to be. Um, and so we're going to go through the lyrics real quick and just see if we can maybe p piece together what this song is trying to say. Also, I would like to point out real quick that his voice does sound a little bit weird in this in this song. I like it in this song. I, I, I like it. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not that it's bad. I'm just saying it's abnormal than normally. It's definitely so, like. Yeah, he just like it's he almost just, scratchy. It's on the verge yeah. of being scratchy. So it. So in case you're like, oh, his voice is terrible. Just get like, over yourself. Oh well, no, no. Like just listen to the other songs because his voice is. It sounds his voice is more clear in the other songs. Yeah, yeah I but I think that, I think it fits. I, the overall it does. It fits, tone and I song. like it. But I don't. I don't know why he did it. It's mm -hmm. just kind of like, dude. I wonder if I sounded like I had a cold. Then it would sound like a better song. Maybe and it he did. had a cold. That is a good point. Maybe he fun. got a cold so that he could do this song. And properly. then he no no he no he's he got a cold and like oh we should just record it anyway. They record it and they're like that actually sounds really good. Let's keep it. That's the story behind that. I'm gonna be very impressed with your propheticness. <laughs> Prof. Prophetic catality. <laughs> Propheticality. Prophesying ability, I think, might be a better word for that. Nah. Or phrase. All right, ah. so. Sorry. <laughs> or saying. Or, or, or quip. No, quip. Or quote. Quote. I don't know. Quippy quote. <laughs> Quipses. <laughs> Quipsises. Anyway, Quipsies. let's go through the lyrics. Quipsi. In the beginning, when all this was something new, I was younger. What do we think that means? I th think it's kind of self-explanatory. In the beginning, at the beginning of his life, he was younger. In the beginning, when all this was something new, I was younger. And he's Adam more and innocent. In the beginning, when all this no, was something I new. No, no. I think he's talking about like when he was born and growing up. Like he, sure? He's experiencing the world. Are you all sure? right. Well, let's just keep going. Let's figure it all out. Right. They say when you're older, you have it figured out. Did I take it for granted? How do you see right through my falters? I mean, so obviously I he's just talking about... He's growing up and... He's growing up, he can't hide himself. And they say when you're older, you have it figured out. He realizes that that's not true. Um, did I take it for granted? Did I take the time that I had up to this point for granted? Am I really prepared for life? How do you see right through my falters? I'm assuming he's talking to God there. Oh, yeah, probably. Turning around was never so hard until I found us far apart. Probably talking about God there, too. This is the thing that I don't get, though. What does he mean? Turning around was never so hard until I found us far apart. Is he saying that... That turning back to God... He was turning around a billion times until he got so far? No, he's, or, okay, no, he's saying that turning turning back to God is easy until you're so far apart that it's so hard to turn back. Okay, that makes sense. Turning it over, I'm left to wonder how have we come this far. Now, how will we come this far? Okay, that makes sense so yeah. far. So uh, then he finally can turn around and he's like, how did I get this far away yeah. from God? Hands that are reaching to a world that's turned away from you. Talking about God? Yeah. Truth that is sobering, your love will never cease finding the lost ones. Talking about God. Pretty, pretty <laughs> your love will never cease uh, letting go of all my pain. Falling down is oh so hard. I am torn. I am bruised. Finding grace in hold every up, scar. Because that, hold up, uh, um, letting go of all my pain and then it goes letting back to go the of chorus. all my pain and then that's the chorus yes and then the bridge is my favorite part of the entire mm -hmm. song which is this falling down is oh so hard i am torn i am bruised finding grace in every scar i am whole i am new 
perfect. Yeah. I love it so much. So falling down was oh so hard. Uh, and then he's torn and he's bruised. And then he, he finds grace. God gives him grace and every scar. And then he's whole and he's new. I mean, okay. That's the self-explanatory. This myth. song does actually make sense, though, because yeah. it was just the chorus, really, that was confusing yeah, me. Yeah, it is the it way is he words it. I know. Like, it, I'm just like, I'm not exactly sure if that's what he means. And it's okay, because it is a very poetic way of putting it. Turning around so. was never so hard until I found this far apart. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not sure what that even means. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it, it does make sense when you think it about it. It does make sense when you think about it, yeah. It does take a little bit, I yeah. say. But he did it so that he could rhyme it, so. No, that's, I understand. That's true. <laughs> But yes, I absolutely love this song and its message and it's the way he words the stuff. And, and and my favorite part of the whole thing is when he, there's the lift up and then yeah. turning around. Like that hit is my yeah. favorite part of the song. Because he goes, he's falling down is also hard. I am, you know, torn. I am bruised. And then finding I truth at every start, uh, uh, finding I grace at every scar. Yeah. I, yeah. And then, but then he, his, it's, I am, hold up. I'm still going. Kid. Sorry. I, I am whole, I am new. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes, like, his voice is being, it's, like, muffled. Mm-hmm. I am whole, I am new. I love it when they do, like, the electronic muffle of your of their voice. And then it goes... And then back to clear, yeah. concise, powerful. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Whoever did that first is a genius. Well, okay, I, I, I read somewhere, I can't remember where, though, but uh, that... Let me was in the Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. So, um... Rob Graves was the producer of Conquering the Fear of Flight and other bands such as Red and Pillar. Um, oh. And so he, you know, he was obviously, he was producing Red and Pillar music. Yeah. Um, Pillar is another um, artist hard that I've never really got into. But, yeah, but a hard rock Christian And band. so that makes sense. Like, if, if a producer like that who did Red is tackling Waverly... I'm I'm gonna trust what he he does with it, because um, you know it's, it's a newer band, just kind of starting to get their place, and then Rob Graves comes along and he's like, hey, we can make this awesome, and then they work together and make it very very awesome, and they did. Uh, but yeah, the music in this song is fantastic. Um, as we were saying, the the way that the the strings and the orchestralness of this song fits the overall theme and the uh, just the sympathetic power of everything. It's very wonderful, and in this song is a prime example of of uh, the way you, the way to use strings in rock songs, is it, to those lifts, those like lifts that come into the hard, like powerful beats with the electric guitar and drums, um, and yeah, that's that's one of my favorite parts of this song. Anything else you want to say about the song? The bridge is really cool. Yeah, I know you like the my the bridge is fantastic as well. Uh, my chorus is my favorite part, but I do love the bridge. Bridge is my favorite part, yeah. Okay, we can have bridge different favorite off. parts. Because <laughs> it's higher. Okay. Because the bridge is elevated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Waverly as a whole now. Um, what, and specifically, like, advice. As a whole for... and new band. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, oh, for those of you who don't know, I believe this album was made 2007. in... 2007, thank you. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a little bit older, but you can totally find it on Google play and I'm sure you can find it on Spotify too. Um, just so go look around for it. Conquering the fear of flight. Definitely worth your money. Definitely worth your time. Um, I'll post a link to it in the liner notes. Um, and we will say that this is one album that 
we don't have a problem with any song. Like every single song is fantastic. literally every song is great. Yeah, and that's very rare to come very by, especially rare. for me and Caleb since we're so critical about everything. We're so critical. To find an album that we literally like every single song. We don't love... No, I think I love every single song. I love song. every single yeah. song. The only problem with me is that, uh, as we were talking about this before we started recording, is they all kind of flow together. And yeah, so, so it's I usually to... listen to them all in a row. And so it's hard to pinpoint in my mind what specific melodies songs, are yeah. like for specific songs. This is the problem I have with Emery. Because usually you're just kind of playing it randomly. Well, I know. I play and the entire I don't... albums usually. But but I, yeah. I can't get a reference point because I'm not, like, looking at the specific title of the song and yeah. being like, okay, this is this song. It's just, like, a melding of all of their music. Um, but, yeah, let's go through a little bit of advice and um, crit- maybe criticism or, you know, um, appreciation for Waverly and, like, advice to Christian artists listening to the podcast of how we can use the this album to make our art better. What do you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to give advice on that. What do you mean? I've never written a song or an <laughs> album. I can't say anything about it. Well, okay. What parts of this album and this artist that you like most, and what do you want to see more of? To be in fair, music? I I totally love the entire album transitional kind of feel. Like the entire if the entire album is one complete song. Yes, and it's in together. Like like you can listen to each song separately, but if you listen to the entire album. In or in you know, it's an experience. Yeah, it, it's a, it's like one whole. It's song. not just oh, I'm listening, I'm watching, and okay, it's a difference between, um, episodes of like a show called of like um, Psych or Dick Van Dyke, where it's just okay, the one thing has happened in this episode. There's no real continuation. It's just okay, this happened. Now the next episode, or like SpongeBob would be a better example, like cartoons like SpongeBob, where literally nothing changes. Yeah. It's just a completely new universe every single episode. Just so weird. That's the, those are albums like you know where the song just contained within itself. There's no real flow between the different songs in the album. Whereas a show like NCIS or Downton Abbey or you know shows that have a continuation, you really can't just jump in anywhere. Um, you know that's the difference between like Waverly's album and something else. But there, you could get further along the spectrum. I, I guess Waverly would be more like Psych, actually, where there is a continuation and there's things going on that change throughout the seasons. But every episode is different, and there's a different problem in each episode. Um, whereas there are definitely albums where it's probably the best possible thing you can do to listen to it all in a row or else it doesn't make sense. I bet there are albums like that. I've never actually come across an album where you kind of have to listen to it from beginning to end or else it doesn't make sense, but I'm sure there are. Producers aren't stupid and they wouldn't make it. Yeah. People, people usually like a single and then they just stick to that single. That's very true. People don't like listening to entire albums or entire artists. They just want, that one song that everybody thinks, but there is are awesome definitely story albums, like yeah. you know, where it... well, there are, but nobody cares about them because they have to. Invest I care time about into them it. though. Well, yeah, no, but like people always are looking for that one popular single from each. Band, all right, so and they don't this care. is my challenge to all of you Christian artists: don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall into the trap of oh, we need to make the catchy single. You can make catchy songs. Obviously, all of Waverly songs are catchy. Like they get stuck in your head. That's not the point. But if you are just looking to, as a, as a musician and a you know lyricist or something like that, to just make a popular song, why? What is the point? 
that's all of music nowadays in in terms of popular music it's there's no depth to it and that art isn't there's no worth art. it there well, is, there no, is art. no art yeah. it's just blatant it's money grab stuck in your head it's just a blatant money grab yeah. so it's if, the difference between a fun game and an addictive game so true it's the difference between flappy bird and like the last of us <laughs> That's a bad example. No, I think it's a good example. Flappy Bird is hard to get through, <laughs> for one. Okay, this is for me. Me personally, Flappy Bird, hard to get through, which is the same for any pop song. It's hard for me to get through that song, and I want to punch a wall. Whereas The Last of Us was an amazing experience inside and out, and I get to the end of it, and I'm like, that was satisfying. Whereas... To be fair, though, The Last of Us is really hard to get through if you played it on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there was no difficulties in Flappy Bird, is what I'm saying. Why am I saying Flappy Bird? That's such a culturally Ill- irrelevant topic now. No one no one talks about Flappy Bird anymore. Anyway, so basically what we're saying well, is... it also goes along with the topic we're trying to get across. Is everybody's looking for the one popular single. And, then and it's, it's like, just mm. going to be culturally irrelevant in yeah. a year. There you go. The true songs that stand the test of time and that have actual meaning in the artistic sense in our culture today are ones that tackle huge issues or intimate issues um powerful issues more or less and does it in a way that makes you think does it in a way that twists it on its head or um lets you see it from a new perspective or most importantly of all lets you empathize and sympathize and feel emotion that's the point of most or if not all music is to get you to feel emotion or all art, I guess is to get you to feel emotion and to sympathize with the song, to be able to apply it to your life and take some piece of that and apply it to your everyday life. Um, the best songs for me are ones that I feel fit the, the narrative of my life. And, and that's, what's amazing to me about sleeping at last right now is basically and it's my favorite artist. Uh, musician um every song that comes out from him it feels like it perfectly slots into a place in my life where i needed a song to fulfill that narrative um there was a time in, in my life a few months ago where i felt extremely numb all the time and i didn't really i was going through a days of life where every day was basically just the same as the other this is a couple months ago and i just didn't feel like anything was really poignant or different and Sleeping At Last, Ryan O'Neill wrote a song called Touch, all about numbness and what it feels like to not feel. And that really helped me. That actually like, legitimately helped me get out of that state and helped me to, to reconcile that to myself. And those are the kind of songs that you want. You want songs that people can take and apply to their lives and it will help them as a human being. Pop songs do not do that. Pop songs tell people to go have sex with other random people or tell them a sensual story about a couple who decide that it's, you know, that they are attracted to each other and that's just yeah. everything that matters. Or it's just a bunch of swear words that have no, makes no sense. Oh, yeah. I was trying to ignore that. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying all pop songs are like this. Obviously, there oh, are yeah, good no. pop songs. Like Savage Garden. Savage Except Garden. Savage Garden was, was so 90s back. pop. Yeah. Was 90s pop. Well, to be fair, I thought it was 70s pop. No, nope. 90s. 90s pop. So, but Savage 90, Garden was or, 90s. Late 90s, early 2000s, actually. So Savage Garden was, was late, like, you know, pop. That was like 
It was uh, it was right ago. on the verge of where Kill. pop became bad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Let me finish my sentence first, and then you can do whatever you want. Okay. okay. I'm talking, and then you just need to listen. Okay. Sorry, teacher. <sighs> Kids these days. What a, what a terrible new generation. But anyway, like, old pop had a meaning because music had a meaning back in the day. But because the generation doesn't want meaning in their songs, they want something that they can listen to and ignore everything else that's happening. That's what they. The difference between music nowadays and music back in the day, or, you know, actual artists and people who are just making music because they get money. Yeah, I don't think is, it's a good thing to say, like, one generation had better music than the other. There's good and bad music in yeah, every generation. That's why I corrected myself yeah. and said that. I know, but I don't think you corrected it enough, is what I'm saying. Okay. I don't think people maybe understood Okay, that. mister. Sorry. Stop ignore, or, or interrupting me. Sorry, teacher. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's like... It's, it's that difference. It's... um. Totally lost my train of thought on Thanksgiving. Sorry. It's like... It's, it's people who want to make a song to ignore their life, and people who want to make... Or people who want to make songs to get money when all people who listen to it, all they do is ignore everything that's happening in their life and ignore thinking or the people who are trying to make good art and it makes people think. Very either pe- The listeners either are ignoring thinking or it forces them to think. So it's, it's basically, I think I would describe it like this. Bad art um, tells you how to think. Good art tells you to think. So bad art basically says, this is how you should act. This is how you should think. I'm going to culturally brainwash you to think like this. Whereas good art says, you need to think about this. Not, I I want you to think about this in a certain way. It's just, you need to think about this. And I'm presenting an idea to you. Yeah, basically. So do that instead. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, yeah, that basically wraps it up. Indeed it does. So there you go. Well, that is our review of Waverly as a band and Conquering the Fear of Flight as an album, and specifically the two songs, Mad Men and um, How Have We Come This Far, with the introduction thrown in, because why not? Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, and at Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show. Uh, our website is christianartistshow.com. We also have a Google Plus, The Christian Artist. Anything else you want to say before we leave, Connor? You should listen to Waverly. Yes, you really like, should. Like if that, if that, those two songs did not want me to make you, or didn't make you want to listen to the rest of the album, then there's something wrong with you. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm, we're going to tell you how to think, and that means yeah. you need to think uh-huh. about listening to the whole album all the it's way through. That's exactly the point I was trying to get across. Uh, and yeah, no yeah. problem. You're welcome, teacher. Whoosh. Bad child. But real quick before we go, uh, next week, uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, I will be releasing a you know uh, early release episode for that week where Connor and I review The Force Awakens. As most of you know, it's the seventh Star Wars movie, and it's apparently amazing. I haven't, we haven't watched it yet. We're planning on seeing it on Tuesday. So uh, if you spoil it for us, we will kill you. The t- yes, <laughs> Tuesday the twenty. That's something you shouldn't write on our comments. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Tuesday the 22nd we're going to watch it and probably immediately after watching it we're going to record an episode or at least like Wednesday in the morning or something like that we'll record an episode and then post it and we'll tell you what we think uh, kind of critically analyze it and review it as a movie 
probably geek out a lot. So catch that next Tuesday. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Ciao. Testing one, two, three. Testing four, five, six. All right. So what do you guys think? It was beautiful. Oh, you weren't asking me, were you? Nope. No. I said, what do you guys think? Okay, well, obviously they can't, the they can't talk back. Oh, well, yeah. But oh, they can just... In the comments. Like Dora, Caleb, yeah. Same well, yeah, the they comments. can do that, but no. Like, <laughs> it's like Dora. You say, yeah, it's over there, Dora. Or it was really good, Dora. No. And then we say, really? That's so cool. <laughs> That's never happened once on Dora. <laughs> really? Really? That's so cool. Well, no, but... They probably say like mucho excelente, excelente. Oh, mucho excelente, mucho gusto, mucho bueno, mucho gusto, mucho bueno, mucho gusto. Okay, this is weird. <laughs> no, it's French, kid. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mucho gusto. That's French, isn't it? No. Isn't gusto French? Gusto. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm kind of stupid then. Why were you flipping that up in the air? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized that noise is really noisy. We were just talking about Dora. It's fine. All right. How about we just start over again? No. Yeah. We didn't talk about anything. We just talked about Dora. Well, yeah, but it's fine. Dora. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just for that line. Yeah. All right. So. No, I'll just say it again. So, what do you guys think? It was pretty awesome. I was talking to them again, Caleb. (laughs) Still talking to the listeners. (laughs) All right, there you got the bloopers right there. All right.